They say the greatest gift that you can receive is life. But in life, there will always be a struggle. No one on earth can hide from the struggle. That struggle can be dark and lonely at times. And it may feel that we can't see the light. But we were not put on this earth to struggle. We were put on this earth to be the light and show the light. Today, we call this fight from the struggle to the light, the grind. And in any struggle, you need the tools and strategies to win. That's what the Daily Grind Podcast is all about. It's about equipping yourself with the tools and strategies from others just like you that fought that fight and were victorious in their grind. So listen up. You might hear that golden tool or strategy that's going to help you in your daily grind to be that light. Hey everyone, it's Dale here. And today is probably one of those days you've had on your daily grind where some things may not be going the way you want, but you're right where you are right now. And you're here for a reason, just like this podcast is going to help you with your productivity, no matter what is going on in your life, right? And it could be the good days or hard days, but that's what the daily grind is all about. So I have Olivia Cook with me today. She is a coach, but also she has some productivity hacks that's going to help us when it comes to our daily grind and when things are not always glorious, right? So Olivia, say what's up to everybody. Dale, it is such an honor to be a guest on your podcast. You know, since you said that, since you opened that way, it's actually made me made me pivot a little bit with what I'm going to be delivering because I think that whoever is hearing this will need to hear it. And um, that's what I'm here for. Right, right. I mean, that's what the Daily Grind is all about, right? It's not going to always be, you know, sunshine and roses, right? Sometimes it's going to be hard. And that's what the listeners I know that are... I'm here that like, hey, I want some tangible like things that are going to help me when things are not always that great or when things are kind of difficult and I'm trying to find like, hey, how do I move past this? But before we get into all that, just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and who you serve. Well, I am a transformational success coach, podcast host, content creator, and co-owner of a Christ-driven brand. My coaching business, I help female entrepreneurs and content creators with their productivity mindset and using their menstrual cycles to their benefit. My podcast is called The Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered, sharing stories from women all over the world, from women from like TEDx speakers to badass people like the ones you talk to. Um, And then my Christ-driven brand, Relentless Glory, is all about just education, motivation, and praise of God. I think that's like my little ministry over there. I'm also a military wife and just an all-around humanitarian, and I love people. Love it, love it. So you brought up something, um, productivity around the cycle. I know like we were talking about that before, and that's really a big piece, but Let's talk about some productivity hacks that someone can use right now. Anyone, doesn't matter if you're a woman listening to this episode or to a man listening to this, that they can put into their daily grind right away so they can optimize their grind. With using your cycle to your benefit and with being a man too, we all have those days where we don't feel like our best, right? Andy Frisella, actually, he calls those test days. 
the days that you show up, like that you you're going, you're dealing with stuff and you have to show up as a person you really think you are, even when you don't feel your best. And these are productivity hacks for test days. So this is going to be for males or females, pretty generic stuff, but this is where I'm going to start. First off, it starts with your morning routine. You got to get your mind right. Well, let's say you halfway through the day and you can't do that. Okay, well, it's an opportunity to reframe your mind, change your perspective, you know, change your stance. So it might be some simple things like changing your, you know, physical state, going on a walk, taking little mindful breaks that might help you when it comes to shifting your current reality. Also, just other habits that you can really around your mindset that you can have to help you be more productive. Let's say we're starting out, right? And you say you want to change in your life. You're just, you've been doing the daily grind. You've been going through it, right? And it just seems like you keep getting obstacle after obstacle. And it's really hard to stay productive under that type of condition, right? I would take a moment to breathe, All right, let's realize where you're at. Realize where you're at. Realize that, you know what? Everything is okay. (laughs) Everything. Like, you you got lights. You got electricity. You can practice some gratitude. Like, and I'm telling you, like, this is not from somebody that has never been through hardship. Like, I evacuated a hurricane in 2018, right, like, a little bit before COVID, we were technically homeless for five months, living in Airbnbs and hotels. So, I mean, not really, really homeless, but we couldn't receive mail, okay? And that was hard. We had to take things day by day. My Our whole lives got wrecked upside down. Like, we lost our home. But it was still in that morning routine, staying consistent with getting my mind right in the morning. And then when I didn't get my mind right in the morning, because I, I scrolled on social media too much, I was... I was paying attention to what other people had going on. I was letting little things annoy me, little inconveniences of life annoy me. I focused, I started focusing on what I was focusing on. So I really started pivoting my mind. And in order to be productive, you've got to be resilient because life's going to happen to you. So check this out. Like, what about like for the parents? I know that um, you are expecting. Like when you have that child like running around or um, I know like good example, like my son, like in the morning, if I don't have anything in the morning, if I don't have a client and I'm sleeping, this dude will just straight up wake me up and like will look at me like, boom, like, let's go. Like, what? Like I, I need attention. I need attention. I need like this whole thing. And so what if there's different circumstances that are, that are taking you from your morning routine? Do you... Get your clients to either set some like alarms or some stuff throughout the day to really, I like what you said, like um, to more reframe, like reframe your mind during this daily grind. Or what's a, a technique that you use if someone's morning is really jacked up? I like to put in some middays with Jesus. Uh, that is literally just listening to Christian music if you want to, and singing at the tops of your lungs if you want to, or dancing. Changing that physical state is really important. You know, Stanford did a study on the power pose and how it changes the endorphins in your body and everything like that. For me, I love to dance. Other people, it might just be flexing. You might, you might, Dale, you might need to get in the mirror and flex a little bit. 
Like you might, you might need to. I, I hear you a little bit with that, like, or you know, get that get hype or whatever you do to really get in that zone. So, shifting um, your physical state is part of the always the reframe. Yes, it just happens so much faster when you take your thoughts of what you want to happen and then actually get into that zone of like jumping up and down, maybe. And you know, maybe if your child is involved with you. Maybe because it's like, okay, we're going to have a dance party really quick. We're going to, we're going to have a flex off. We're going to do some push-ups together. We're going to, whatever that is, also have them in it as well involved and, you know, just laugh a little bit. Like, like let, let, let loose, whatever you need to do. And that literally five minutes, five minutes of that. So I understand everybody's situation is not the same. And that's why I'm so big on doing an individualized approach for each person. Now, your your son's going to be going to school pretty soon, right? You know, for me, it's a little different. Like he spends um, time with mom during that um, during that time for now. If anyone knows me, what that whole trip is. But um, yeah, so, but yeah, the morning is like when I have him um, taking him to school, like the morning is very different. And so, uh, you know, Always getting him up in enough time before before leaving, making sure we eat, making sure he's got, um, you know, he's usually packed um, the night before, like um, before we leave. So it's just bag ready to go. He takes, he's one of those people that takes a long time to get going, right? Like to get him like moving. But once he's like actually moving and actually going forward, he's like a train. He can't stop. Right. So what about for those people that are kind of like that? Like they're just, you know, things take a little while to get going and like um, it takes a little time to get in that rhythm. But once they get that rhythm, you know, they get going. So, you know, shifting your body, it happens much faster Their speed. Is there anything else that uh, we can do right away to just get this um, get this process going a lot faster? You know, there's a level of acceptance. You know, we want things to go a specific. All right, let's let's just talk about this. We want things to go a certain way, but we're not accepting the reality of what a person is. All right, where they're at. You know, we gotta accept the person when we're dealing with multiple people. We gotta accept the person for who they are, and if we accept. You know what? It's just gonna take him a little longer. Maybe, maybe we get up a little earlier. You know, making some of those shifts because. At the end of the day, you know, it's you're the one that's in control because you're the adult. And he he's gonna he's gonna argue with you. He's gonna, you know, it's gonna be what it's gonna be. But until he realizes that those are the boundaries that you're establishing and that you're going to stick to, then it, he will follow suit. My mother, I'm gonna just throw this out there. My mother takes her sweet time. And it is so it gets under my skin because me and my husband, we're like go, go, go people. And she wants to come and help with the baby. And my husband's like, how are you going to do with your patience? <laughs> you know, while she's here. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to practice a lot of gratitude for the extra help I'm going to have. And um, I'm going, when she comes to the baby shower, I'm going to give her an explicit list of everything I want done and how I want it done. I'm going to have it all written down because I have to accept this is just the way she's going to be, you know? And I ain't in control of my mom. You know, I got to just accept where she's at, you know? And so that's that's the different shift. But in your your scenario, this is a daily routine. This is the daily grind for you. 
for him going to school and everything. So it's like, you know what? Maybe if y'all get up at 6.30, maybe y'all got to get up at 6. Yeah, we, we've we made those shifts. But you said something really key is just accepting. There's got to be some sort of acceptance, right? Of like who you are and working in those lines and making sure that everything that happens in between those lines is accelerating on all cylinders. It's like any other sport, right? It's like either like football or anything like that. There's rules. You can't just do whatever you want. But working within those rules and accelerating and going as fast as possible in those in those lines, in that gridiron, like we we would call it, like in that um, arena, that's um, what you really want. My next question, let's 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 um shift more to this like 28 day cycle, right? I want to hear some of these things that really make it very unique. Cause when you first when we were talking about it, right? And I was just like, you're like, yeah, I, I have this whole productivity around 28 days. And I was just like, whoa, I'm like, I don't know. What what how do you even do that? Right. Cause there's so many different things that are happening during that time. I got eight sisters. So I, I, I mean, I'm okay with it, you know, talking about it, but you saw my face. I was like, all right, like let, let's, what is this really about? So how do you break that down? And what is, what else is going on during that time to um, be as productive as possible? How do you schedule that out? Like what goes first? What's like, where's the focus? Absolutely. So it, it is definitely an individualized approach. So typically speaking, and we're going off 28 days because that's the typical, that's average, okay? If you're a female listening to this and you're like, well, my cycle is 33 days, okay, that's yours. Like, <laughs> you do this for you. Um, I'm not saying it's it's for everybody. Like, it's not the same for everybody, but this is the outline of it. So day one through seven is usually like the, like the bleeding time, right? And then day eight through 14 is when you start to have an estrogen pickup. And that's when um, your ovulation day is. Your ovulation day is 14 days after your first bleed. Now, all trackers will tell you that your ovulation window is really like five days from the beginning to the last day, which is the ovulation day, which is the 14th day. But in actuality, that is only done because sperm stays into the system for up to 15 days. That is only based off of the fact that you could get pregnant. It is not based off of the fact of your actual mood or your hormones. I'm basing this off of your hormones completely. So two days before your ovulation day and two days after your ovulation day, you and your ovulation day itself, you are the most attractive you will be in the entire month. That is what it is. That is a great time for you to batch film your content. That is a great time for you to go out and do schedule. And if you can schedule the events that you're going out to do, schedule those. If you're doing networking and stuff like that, if you're being extra busy, extra doing all doing all the things that you are that you do as a Wonder Woman, it's a great time to do it during that time. And then day 15 to 21, you've got that Wonder Woman energy. You can go out and execute still at like very similar levels that you were doing around your ovulation day. And then um, 22 to 28, progesterone starts to kick in. And you're not 
I'm not going to, like, this This hormone gets such a bad rep, but actually, it's a great time for you to actually implement some self-care, for you to put less things on your calendar, for you to be a lot more reflective. So it's how you operate the small things. It's, like I said, it's about 20% of the things that you can control. It's how you do those that will allow you to have so much more freedom in your life. Hey, are you liking this episode so far? If you're looking for more tools and strategies to help you on your daily grind, check out thedailygrind.com. The Daily Grind is not just a podcast. It's a community of high performers seeking to become their best self on a daily basis. Go check out thedailygrind.com and start taking action to achieve your best self today. It's a whole cycle of taking care of yourself, setting up the vision, and having that high energy to execute all throughout the month and continuing uh, with that process. And I'm, I'm assuming there's definitely more details with that, but um, really planning and structuring around those four things, like, right, like self-care, planning, energy, and execute. Yeah, because a lot of women do not take time for self-care at all. You get to know yourself so much better as well. You become so much more self-aware and intuitive on a whole nother level, you know, and you can, you can start to gauge, okay, should I, should I do this? When is this going to be? You don't have to, you're not going to be canceling events. If you find yourself always canceling events, granted, you might not be that person, but you might be. So in this overall, and rest is productive. Let me just put that out there. Your iPhone, your smartphone, it needs to charge. You don't say anything about it not working if it's not charged. You know what I'm like? Like if it needs to be charged, we are got we've gotten into this culture where like you know we're on the daily grind. You you guys are go getters, but uh, it's it's so important for us to realize that we have to implement that self care. We have to. And when I talk about self care, I'm one of those that I'm not like just the bubble bath. And I'm honestly, I'm talking about that, like journaling, working through mental health feelings or any, like doing some self-therapy, some self-help. That is really what I mean by self-care is working through those emotions. So when it comes to the planning part, is there like a certain like formula you give your clients to kind of organize what they need to plan coming up for that next um, month? Or is it do you go, do you, is there a certain journal? Do you have a certain system? How do you go about planning during this, this 28 days? I'm one of those people that I know that life happens. I'm one of those, like, before the end of the month, regardless of where you are in your your cycle, by before the end of the month, you're planning the next month. And this is just a general productivity tip. You are planning that next month. You're seeing, you're, you're already getting booked up for different things and everything like that. And then weekly, Sunday night, you're going in and looking at your calendar and planning out your week in advance. Um, I'm one of those people that still sticks to those things. But then also while you are like, maybe like you're in this planning phase, you're looking at your calendar and looking at where you your your cycle falls in line and seeing how much you have uh, going on during the time that your progesterone is at its highest and making sure you keep that at a lower rate. 
it's more so just keeping these things in mind and, you know, being like, you know what, I'm going to have more energy at this time of the month. So I'm going to have my calendar a little more opened up or look for networking events at this time or look to book a podcast or whatever you do at this time. So for all the listeners that are hearing, what is that one piece of advice that you want to give to them right now? Know why you're doing what you're doing. Know what's fueling you. Is fear fueling you or is it love that's fueling you? And I I actually, I heard this today and it's just so good. Love will allow you to do things that fear never will. Fear will always burn you out. So really look at, look at what you're being as most productive. What is, what, what's the real end goal for that? And is it something that is fear-based or is it truly the love of the art, the love of the work? Definitely. Thank you so much for coming on. There's so many golden nuggets here. I love that the whole thing of these um, test days, knowing that there is, but you said something that, um, you know, when you're reframing your mind, you get emotion to speed up the process, right? Like you can be intentional about like, all right, I need to reframe my mind. I need to do this. I need to do that. But getting your body in motion is definitely going to speed up that process. And then just saying, accepting like who you are, right? And saying in those lines, I actually, um, this may be a little bit controversial, but I was in a Bible study last night and we were talking about mental health and a lot of stuff with it. And some of the guys were saying, you just do this when it um, shows us all the different things in the Bible when it comes to mental health and anxiety, right? Because even Jesus had anxiety. Like if you, um, he did not want to take the cross, right? And that that whole interaction, um, what he was going through was anxiety of taking the cross, right? Like he was fearing it. But one thing that like, uh, I was having such a hard time with some of the brothers that are on a call that they were saying like this, you just got to do this, this, this. And I wanted to say someone that's been in mental health for years dealing with it personally and then also dealing with it kids and, and as well is that you got to accept how your mind and how you work, right? And you have to be in that lane. Like my mind races, races like crazy. Like, and that's part of, that's part of like a, a sign of depression, right? When my mind starts racing, like it, it's a sign of depression. I know this. I'm a professional. I understand this. So I'm not going to be able to just cut this off right here. Done. Stop. Stop right here. My mind's going to do this. But how I do that, I have to, that movie or whatever that's playing, I have to give it a different fuel. I have to, but I got to keep going with this, going with that cycle. So I'll go on a YouTube binge of like Steve Furtick or something along those lines to keep myself in positivity and keep my mind going. And I'll go on a binge like that and just be listening to stuff constantly for maybe a couple hours, two or three hours or whatever. If it's Joel Osteen, those 20, 30 minutes, whatever that is. But that's working in my in my lane. That's accepting, here's something that for years people have been telling me to stop. But if I just stay in my lane and figure out how can I optimize myself in my lane, my arena, things are going to go so much smoother. And so for everyone that's listening and just hearing that little story, if you stay, if you know your lane and you're like, hey, this is here, how can I accelerate and optimize myself in this arena right now? Like this is just my own arena. And that's where a lot of these tips and everything that you're talking about is definitely 
where it's at, especially with the twenty um, the twenty eight days or. I would say cycle, cycle productivity, right? Because, you know, everyone's cycle is different. But as long as you're self-aware of where you are and accepting um, different things, you can um, have that energy. You can execute. You can take care of yourself and continue to plan for the future so you can continue to go on your daily grind. Is there anything else or where should people go to get hear more from you and you know definitely plug out anything that you want to plug right now. Well, if you since you're listening to a podcast, I would definitely check out my podcast, The Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered. And if you like the things that I talk about, which it's like random, like it's it's similar to this, but it it can, you know, a lot about mindset, a lot about healing and a lot about just different backgrounds. And it's not just women. I do have men on my podcast as well. This season I had an actor on and we talked about really handling rejection. He's been doing it for 36 years too, and he's done over 1,300 shows. So he had like acting and modeling stuff, and and it, it, the the stuff that was that came from that was it, it helps me to this day. So uh, yeah, definitely check it out if you're interested. Yeah, definitely. I'll put those links in the show notes, guys. And everyone, remember like. Even though we have all these golden nuggets, we have to put these into action, right? We can't just hoard them or bury them. We got to put these um, golden nuggets and gifts into action. So make sure you're taking action on that daily grind. And I'll make sure to put all the links and everything in the show notes. So check those out. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks again, Olivia. Say um, bye to everyone. And we'll be talking soon. Bye. Thank you, guys. Wow, what an amazing episode. Definitely brought all the tools and strategies to help you on your daily grind. Now, can I ask you for a quick favor? If you like this episode, please leave a review. Tell people how this episode helped you with your daily grind. And don't forget to take action with all these tools and strategies to help you with your daily grind today. We can have all the knowledge and tools, but if we're not actually taking action with that knowledge and tools, it doesn't mean anything. So most importantly, take that action towards your daily grind and start creating the life of your dreams. If you're looking for a little bit more help with that, make sure you check out thedailygrind.com, thedailygrind.com, and check out the show notes for all the links and start working on your daily grind today.